Hello, and welcome to the Annunciation Podcast. I'm your host, Elaine Miller, and I'm so glad you're joining me in a discussion of creativity and living out our faith. Today in our creativity series, we are talking about another question I get asked a lot, which is how do I find space and time to create with little ones? So this may not apply to you. You may not have little ones at home. You may have grown up ones, but it's a question I get asked a lot. And honestly, I think a lot of what I'm going to say here applies no matter what your busyness is. Of course, having little kids is a specific kind of busyness, a specific um, unrelenting (laughs) kind of busyness, but um, you know, we all find ways to be busy. So how, how do we still find The time is usually what I get asked, but I think in a lot of ways, it's not so much the time. It's, it's almost the motivation. It's almost the the prioritization, um, to create while you have those little ones. So what do I do? The first thing I'd like to say is I cover this extensively in my book, Fiat Ordo, which is available on Amazon. So that's almost kind of the basis of what Fiat Ordo is about. And I'm just going to give an overview here. Now I'm going to start this discussion with a disclaimer and you'll hear me give this disclaimer all the time. Basically I've read books and I've listened to uh, lectures, podcasts, etc., where someone seems to be telling me that they have the answer for me. And I want to be clear that that's not what I'm doing here. I'm telling you, here are some things that have and maybe haven't worked for me. Your life is different, surprisingly, and the things that work for me may not work for you, but I think it's beautiful to hear examples so that you can work out what will work for you. So that's a huge thing with Fiat Ordo. Fiat Ordo is not how I get things done with little ones. (laughs) It's a framework for how you can get things done with your busyness in your life. And so, um, again, I'm going to make that disclaimer a lot because I just want to be super clear. I don't think I have all the answers for you. I have some things that have worked for me and maybe you can modify them to work for you. So creating with little ones, there are a few facets to how I'm able to run this business while caring for my two children. And I just want to start with some of the kind of insight into what my, my life looks like. So I am a stay at home mom. I currently teach high school math online. That takes about three hours of live time a week, plus probably another three hours of prep and grading, et cetera, and emails. Um, I run this business and my, I have two kids and both of them are home with me all the time. None, they don't go to any schools or anything. So, oh, and we are very loosely homeschooling preschool, but uh, nothing major as far as homeschooling yet. So that's kind of, I guess, the workload or, you know, what I'm up against here with finding time for creating. Now, I also run this business. It does take up a good amount of time. And I want to let you know that Although I run all the business aspects, I run the social media, I run the customer service, such as it is, I run the website, I am the ideas person, I'm the designer, I do most of the things. 
um, my husband does help. He helps screen print lots of things. He's actually better at it than I am. He has a more, he's an engineer. He has a more analytical mind for lining things up perfectly and, and doing them perfectly over and over that my artist mind just doesn't necessarily want to do. And uh, sometimes he helps with packaging. Sometimes the three-year-old helps with packaging. Sometimes it's just me. So that's kind of a, a setup of what we have going on. So finding time for myself to create looks like little moments most of the time. So very rarely I have an actual break um, where both kids are napping. That has not been my experience recently. Uh, and so quiet time has been essentially after the kids go to bed in the evening and after my husband also goes to bed since he wakes up earlier to work, to go to work, um, he goes to bed earlier than me. And so I spend a few hours at night and that's typically not a great time for me to truly be creative. So that is typically time for me to to catch up on emails, to plan out posts, social media posts, to um, sometimes I will do a little um, hand lettering work, but I typically don't do the the kind of vision creative work then. I do have time occasionally, um, and this was pre-quarantine, so we're, we're still kind of figuring out what's going to work for us in this moment, but um, I do sometimes get out to a coffee shop for a few hours, and that is my beautiful, glorious, creative time where I can truly let my brain be out of mom mode and just in a free creative state. Like I said, that happens probably, I'm going to say two to three times a month. I'll get maybe two to three hours at a time. And that is enough for me to just kind of clear my mind of these vision. So when I, when I create something, I typically think about what I want it to be like for a while. Um, that can be months, maybe even years. That can be a week. It takes a while to kind of marinate in my brain and then I'm ready to just make it. <laughs> it's a kind of a one-time shot. Um, I am not a, a fussy creator and I'm not a, a, I don't return to the drawing board very often once I've gotten to that actual creation stage. So I just sit down and I get it out of my head and make it look like I want it on paper or on the design or however the case may be. So that is really what my creative time looks like right now is those spaces where I'm able to totally turn off mom brain and have the quiet time to be creative. Now, as I said right now, that's not happening and maybe that hasn't been happening for you or isn't happening now and that's okay. I've also been finding ways to work that creativity in. So for instance, uh, my younger son uh, takes two to three naps a day. My older son is awake with me during some of those naps when I'm able to lay down the baby. And sometimes we'll create together. And that may not look like me creating a final product, but it is a chance to be creative and nurture that part of my brain. And so we may um, he may do Play-Doh while I work with clay or um, 
something along those lines where he is able to be creative and I am able to be creative. Now, this is not a time that I'm stamping blankets <laughs> to send as product. Those I do when the children are not around because I don't want fingerprints on them. Believe me, ask me how I know. Um, but it's a chance to have that creativity lit and kindled that may not end up in a final product and that's okay. Your creativity also may not end up in a product that someone else sees or that um, serves anyone outside of your home and that is perfectly beautiful. So tiny moments when you can catch them, time when the kids are asleep, and most especially important for me is time that I can totally detach from the mom brain. And I just thought of this as I was kind of wrapping this up. I have tried, especially in this moment where I can't get out of the house very well, I've tried to have that creative time, that alone, detach the mom brain time in the house. And it doesn't work for me personally. I can always hear someone talking. <laughs> we have a lovely house with, you know, a room up in the front that is far away from everything. And still I can hear, you know, the baby makes a cry or, or, or the toddler talks or whatever. So it, it hasn't worked for me to totally detach from the mom brain at home. And so we're just finding ways to work around that. I have sat in the car for a few hours. I didn't even go anywhere. I just sat in the car and, and worked, you know, so it's just about using your creativity to find a way that you can use your creativity, right? It's about being creative with how you're going to create. So that is the advice I have for you today. I hope somewhere in there you find some wisdom that can help you find the time and the mental space to be creative as well. And now I am so excited to be able to share some words of wisdom from Katrina Harrington. Katrina is the owner and artist behind Rose Harrington Arts. And if you haven't checked out her botanical rosary art, I definitely suggest you do that. And my favorite product of hers is actually um, her Divine Mercy watercolor art. It's these huge canvases that are kind of subtle in a way, but are absolutely gorgeous and really helped me call to mind that image of divine mercy. So I asked Katrina to answer for us the question of how do you create with littles afoot? I create with littles afoot first by trying to practice the virtue of humility. I am not someone to ask for help. It is very difficult for me to admit that I cannot do everything by myself. So it is very humbling for me to ask for help so that I can create. I ask my husband for blocked out times so I can paint by myself during daylight hours. If we are in a busy season for him at work or if I need more help, it has been beneficial for our family to hire a babysitter, a mother's helper, or to swap childcare with another parent, even if it is just for two hours a week. During that time, I focus on painting detailed petals or art that is hard to, hard to paint without daylight, or art that I wouldn't want to do around a toddler who grabs at my arms. That two hours of getting into a creative flow without any interruptions from my sweet children fuels me for the rest of the week when you just don't know how long nap time will be, 
or if it will even take place. For times when my children are awake, I am realistic with my expectations. I know my children need me. I know that God is preparing me for heaven through them. I know that my love to them helps them learn about the love of God. But let's be honest. It is extra difficult to respond with grace to the 777th tug on my painting arm if I thought that I was going to get to paint in complete peace. So I have a list of things I can do that don't frustrate me if my work has to stop. For example, I can sketch, I can paint simple leaves, I can play with color schemes, I can read about religious flowers, I can prepare my paints for later. I can watch tutorials on design software or on how to paint white flowers. Having the expectation that I will be called to help and having the ability to fulfill those simple tasks well sets me up for success when I want to respond with grace when the baby is just over playing at my feet and wants to be held. And since I have that set creative time when I am alone each week, I feel more prepared to offer my children an invitation to come along with me, to create with me. My children are always hungry to paint or to draw or to scribble, but I've definitely lost it a few times when they have mixed all of my paints together or painted on my paper or whatever. And then that feels horrible because do I really want to lose it at them? And do I really want them to have only memories of their mom grumpily painting in frustration? So I bought them their own paints and have them readily available. And that has led to some of the best memories that I have. They just want to create. They are watching my example. Finally, I think it is so important to just make it a part of your family culture. I tell my children that I love them and I tell them that I love to paint. My creating is a part of our family culture. We view it in a positive, essential way. It is a beneficial part of our life and we hope they learn many things from it, such as co-creating with God, respecting boundaries, and how to strive to be who God meant us to be. I don't want you to think that I always perfectly offer them grace or that our house is constantly quiet while I create and they always understand. On the contrary, it is very loud and there is bickering and fighting and brawling. And I'm hiding to record this right now. We are a very real, very alive, perfectly imperfect family and creating is a part of our life. It brought me joy to overhear my four-year-old daughter the other day telling another adult, oh, my mom loves to paint. She loves to paint flowers. If you have any comments or suggestions, I'd love to hear them at hello at enunciationdesigns.com. Thanks so much.